Hello, and welcome to On My Mind with your host, Marcus Reverend Gaines Pernell. Last week, I began reading Jason Wilson's Cry Like a Man. Now, I won't spoil any of the book, but one of the many things that Wilson cites from his personal experience is how his biological father was not only absent from his life, but also how he didn't receive the fatherly love and affirmation he, like any other boy and son, longed for from his father. This resonated with me because my dad, Marcus Lee Purnell, was absent a majority of my life ever since he and my mom got divorced when I was eight years old. My dad's love and passion for music outweighed his familial and parental responsibilities to a point of him moving across the world to Sydney, Australia, back in the mid-2000s to make his own music company called Blaze In Multimedia. As I read and mulled over the connection Wilson and I shared, several things sat with me. Like Wilson, I longed to have some sort of relationship with my dad, even if he was across the ocean. I tried reaching out to him via Facebook shortly after graduating college back in 2013 to form something. As to be expected of Mark, he tried to convince me to move to Australia to be with him. He had connections with folks who could land me a job. We could make music together. I'm a drummer and have been for over 13 years now. Even the women, according to him, were beautiful and plentiful. Mark was a bit of a womanizer, at least in my eyes he was, and so on and so forth. Now, I didn't make that move like Mark wanted to, spoiler alert, but like the young boy wanting to, or like a young boy, excuse me, wanting his father's love, I still wanted that love and affirmation from him, all the while wondering so many different things. Why did he run away? Why didn't he turn and face his responsibilities, like paying for child support or even checking in with me to see how I was doing? Why did his love for music come first and not me? It then dawned on me, at least as I'm recording this episode, that it'll be six years since my dad passed away from kidney failure on January 8th. I only found out through a supposed half-sister of mine messaging me on Facebook and telling me what happened and the joys of finding out news like this through social media. Am I right? Now, years two through five of quote-unquote remembering his passing didn't really mean too much to me, in all honesty. Part of me had moved forward and let go of him, legitimately let go of him, while another part of me (laughs) didn't really care in any way because he didn't care for me in any real way. And I'm really filtering what I honestly said and thought here, just, just to filter things anyway. Now this year feels different though. It's different in the sense that I'm reminded of the many ways I'm not like Marcus Lee Purnell, like my dad. First and foremost, I stayed with my mom as far as custody rights were concerned. This was, and still thinking about it is, a blessing in that my mom raised me to be the man I am today. It is only by her and the loving grace of God that I am who I am today. She was both mom and dad, and she couldn't have done a more fantastic job at raising me. So, mom, if you're listening to this, thank you. I love you. And as a result, I make intentional efforts to be present with my responsibilities. Not always the best at it, I'll be honest, but I at least try. I look at women as they are and who they are, beautifully and fearfully made in the Imago Dei, the image of God, not as though they exist for my sexual gratification and objectification. And I don't mean for this next part to sound prideful. It's going to, though. I've transcended the general stereotypes regarding a number of black men who succumb to adversity. For example, I went to both college and seminary for free because of scholarships that I applied for. I'm independent, and I do work that I enjoy. 
I'm in excellent health despite having a mild heart attack almost a year ago. That's a different story for a different day. And in the words of my godmother at the time of my dad's passing, which I think sums this whole thing up, just, it just sits with me and I think it just sums it up really well, addressing me. You could have very easily gone down a destructive path, but look at where you are instead. What also makes this year different, which is what I really want to emphasize in this segment, I know it's taken me four or five minutes to get there, but it's the following, is the importance of having that parental involvement and affirmation toward our children, toward your children. To put this in a very straightforward manner, and please, please listen to this. Replay it if you have to. Parents, be involved in the lives of your children. Give them that love and affirmation that they're seeking from you. And I mean this for any and all parents. In my case, though, I'm especially looking at you dads, fathers. Thankfully, I personally received this love and affirmation from my mom. On the other hand, though, in my short 30 years of living, I have seen a number of kids, small people, adolescents, young adults, walk through life searching for some sort of affirmation because they didn't receive it from their parents, whether it be via sex, short-term relationships that remain surface and shallow level, hobbies that distract from what's really happening to them internally, and even social media by vying for whatever amount of attention they can muster. Some have turned out to be, and this is probably not the best word, but I'm going to use it, quote-unquote, okay, in the sense of seeking counseling, finding ways to cope, and even going so far as to live healthy, productive lives, making some conscious decision to deal with this sort of wound. Meanwhile, there are a number of others who I also know who continue to struggle and reckon with this shortcoming from their from the parental figures in their lives because the whoop the whoop the wound is so gaping and continues to spread. All of this being said, and maybe this is word vomit at this point, I'll admit that, I truly believe that we will never fully understand or grasp the power of one's presence in the lives of others, especially when it comes to our, to your children. Those times when we show up to the big game or that play will resonate. Those times when we bail them out of trouble will resonate. Even those times when we exercise discipline that says, I love you, by saying no, will resonate. We need to be, in my eyes, I'm not a parent, so I don't really have a whole lot of room to talk here, just speaking from personal experience. We really do need, though, to be actively involved in the lives of our children, loving and affirming them whenever and wherever possible. So hopefully some of this, <laughs> some of what's been on my mind has made some sense. I really hope it has. If you are a parent, please, please, please be present in the lives of your child or your children. If you're someone whose parents or parental figures, guardians, loved ones who have raised you have been absent, dismissive, or unaffirming in any way, shape, or form, please make the decision to do something and seek out professional help or counseling. Tend to whatever those wounds or those wounds you may have. Love yourself. Love your children.